Good day, folks. Welcome to the Patriot and Llama show. We are now three months old with episode 12, The Enoch Effect. And my name is Jimmy Schwinn. I'm the Patriot, and I'm here with Master Lama Rasaji, the Lama. And we are going to go over some very, very exciting things today. Let me kind of go through them, and then we'll go to Master Lama Rasaji. We're going to be talking about how the Enoch effect and how it can help you. First of all, what is it? And then how it can help you maintain 5D. First get into 5D and then maintain it. So, you know, we're going to be going over questions. We got six different questions I will be asking Master Lama Rasaji. And then at the end, about 45 minutes in, these are about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes long, once a week. Thursdays at noon, high noon, central time. Uh, once we're done, we're going to open it up for questions. So how I hope everyone's having a wonderful and blessed day. Love you all. Master Lama Rasaji, how you doing today? How's everything I'm doing going? Fine. Jimmy the Patriot, I'm doing fine. It's just loving life, and it's a beautiful and great time to be on planet Earth. That's for sure. It surely is, and the energy is amazing. You've been talking about this energy for months now. Uh, amazing energy happening. Things manifesting within days, sometimes hours. Uh, it's, it, you know, good things going on all around the world. But today, I'm very excited to uh, be, in, be here to uh, go through these questions with you. And, and really get a lot of knowledge. Again, I'm in your dojo. As we go here, you're the master of it. I'm the student. I would ask everyone probably get you a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen uh, to take notes. Um, and uh, we're, well, let's just get right into it. So the very first question is, uh, who is Enoch? In, in about five minutes. All right. You- well, we'll just go touch base. Everybody says, I'm pulling today right out of scriptures, right? And so I'm going to turn to Genesis, um, Genesis in the fifth chapter. And it's going to say that Enoch was the father of Methuselah, who was the oldest mortal in the Bible, who ended up living 969 years old. And because he won God's favor as a priest of righteousness, God translated him and basically took him into heaven without him tasting death. Now, the interesting thing is if I turn into the Bible and I go all the way back, Jimmy, some 1,700 pages in the uh Gospels, I'll look into Hebrews and then chapter 11 after Paul, the uh, apostle, spends time connecting the dots between Abraham, Melchizedek, and uh, Master Rabbi Jesus. He finishes this conversation in chapter 11 by connecting Enoch. And in the Lamas area, we refer to him as Uncle Enoch. And basically what Paul does there 
is that he stamps Master Enoch with the label of one of the high priests of Melchizedek. And just chapters before in Hebrew, he is making that connection between Abraham, Melchizedek, and Christ Jesus. Of course, the Catholic Church, for eons of time, right in the Mass, at the consecration of the bread to the body of Christ and the wine to the blood of Christ, in that anointment, they're saying forever after the priest of Melchizedek. So this is a being that was taken up into heaven, fathers the old, oldest mortal in the Bible, Methuselah, goes up into heaven, and then basically later, Paul to his own brethren, to the sons and daughters of the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin, he makes that connection. And then he establishes in the book of Hebrews that he too is a priest of high honor in the priesthood of forever. And if we remember, there was a priest of Levi, which was the priest, the bloodline of Moses. And that priest line was to say to have a mortal beginning and a mortal end. But what people don't understand, God put into place a priestship of immortality based on his DNA and based on the student arriving at his ways and his laws. And that's clearly said. So Enoch is one of the earlier priests of the order of Melchizedek, Jimmy. Right. And I hear, you know, I think seven generations from Adam, right? Exactly. Uh, the seven, which is a very interesting number. Uh, number seven, we, we know this. And, you know, um, it's amazing. And I want to interject here a little bit. Because I've read Enoch, what I can get of Enoch. I know you've read a lot more of Enoch. Uh, there should be hundreds of books that the creator basically dic they, he dictated to Enoch um, that were supposed to be shared to all the people. And all we can find, I think, are one or two books. And it talks about how the sun was set up and the moon and the stars and how it all works and the earth, like a blueprint, Right. Um, so it really is, um, it really is very interesting to see how they've literally wiped out almost every single word this man got from the creator and have kept it out of all religions, right? Because again, when people limit themselves to looking at one religion and not looking at all religions, you limit your knowledge, you, you limit your connection with the divine creator of all things, the heavenly father. But um, it's interesting how they suppressed it. So in, in about a couple minutes, and then we're going to get into the next question, can you talk about why you think they've suppressed this information? Because you probably, out of everyone I know, and I know a lot of people, my wife goes, there's 5,000 contacts in your cell phone. Yeah. Um, why... You've read more about Enoch and what Enoch's written because it's available. We're just not getting it. 
um, it's available to the people that want to control the information. And your Lama series has been around 3,300 years. So from what you've read from Enoch, at, why do you think they're suppressing this information from us? Well, we have to first go back to the concept that when you look at religion of the world, usually it was focused on one individual's divine connection through God the Father. So as we look in our own Judean Christian scripture, we see the and delivering patriarchs, Jimmy, what you and me call the root of spiritual patriotism on the planet. So the concept of Enoch being part of this high priest of forever, um, we've said it before, the concept that death is inevitable and this concept that you have to pay taxes, those two things are inseparable between the pulse of God in the pulse of man. Remember throughout scriptures of the world, there's reference to the son of man, and then there's reference to the son of God. And so we have to understand that as these religions were organized, first a belief system was set up, right? That belief system had to be like, you know, like when you're in a poker game, I'll raise you this and someone's in agree. They had to form a covenant of agreement between the early followers. Well, what that set up, it set up outer organized teachings, even though the original person was not involved in the setting up of the religion. So what you have is a couple things play out here. And that is, if I tell you something and I say, Jimmy, in 40 days, I want you to spread what you said to at least 40 people. And I want you to tell your wife, Cindy, and she's going to tell her friends. And by the time it got to the 40th person, even if we're in the same 30 day period, imagine how that got altered. That's number one. Now add the fact of five to 30 year period. And now you're really talking about something. There was no smartphone. You couldn't Google things like you can today. It just didn't exist. Now what you also do when you set up an organization that is open and exposed to the world, then what do you also open yourself up to? Well, if people who don't have the best intentions begin to move inside the inner body, kind of like plants, if you will, then they take a look at things. And I want to comment on this briefly. You, you hear people a lot talk about, oh, this was taken out of scripture and that was taken. Out. That is true. There's a lot of truth to that, but there's also another truth that people don't consider. Certain writings never, ever made it into Scripture. Right. So it's a combination of both. The basic answer is manipulation. Your simple answer is manipulation. Why? Well, if people understand there's a priesthood called Melchizedek forever, and Enoch was a part of this priesthood. 
Master Rabbi, Jesus is a part of this priesthood. If you understand that there's a priesthood that goes outside of that, that being said, every Tai Chi Gung master promoted to master becomes a student and adept, also the anointing, were welcomed into the priesthood of Melchizedek. And what because of that, we refer to Enoch as Uncle Enoch because it's kind of like his spiritual bloodline. Again, we have the Son of Man bloodline, but we have God the Father's DNA. And that is a totally different DNA. So what our lamasary has produced is the support to these pure form of teachings that go way beyond the priesthood of Levi, Jimmy. That's so interesting and so true that, you know, things are missing and were taken out, but so much was never put in. And human beings who had an agenda are the ones that controlled it. I mean, imagine this. Human beings that had an agenda to control the people are the ones that audited whether or edited whether any this would come in or wouldn't come in. And I'm sure when they, with all the, you know, the, the, the scripture, uh, especially the books from Enoch that were dictated right directly why he was in heaven with the father who took him into heaven without tasting death, right? At 360 years, I know you'll talk about that. But those books, uh, you know, especially are, um, you know, we should all be able to see all of that. I can't wait to the day I can read all of that. Now, you might see shining come in my glasses a little bit because I'm pulling up the questions, but I'm also, I have it up. I see what's going on with the messages and stuff. So you might get those reflections in my glasses a little bit. Okay, so, you know, what was Enoch, the second question, what was Enoch to the Lamasary? I know he's Uncle Enoch, but well, he was he was one of the earliest priests of the Order of Melchizedek, and the Lamasary uh, Boganathar decided to anchor those teachings in the Lamasary, this priesthood of forever. So Enoch was that soul that was connected and. The Lamasary was committed to teaching his words of truth and his way that was passed down from God the Father. So when Boganathar achieved the state of consciousness that he did, he then became very clear that there was a bloodline, a DNA that most religious bodies were teaching with the idea that since the tale of Adam and leaving the Garden of Eden, that death was an automatically proclaimed. Well, the problem was, if you go back to Genesis enough, in those regards, it was said that they left the tree of life to pursue the tree of good and evil which basically meant the tree of knowledge. And this is what shows you actually the way that the dark side decide to begin to manipulate people. They got together and said, 
We will not allow these truths in certain bodies. We will also, they had a group of people that would surgically pull those truths out if they found them collectively. And then at the same time, they, they knew that it was, we were descending into the dark side that people would naturally quit turning inward. Remember, Tai Chi Gong is an inner game. It's a journey inward, right? So if we could focus them outwardly, then we could create a pre-ship where people became dependent on a human being, but now of an organization that had a hidden agenda. So when Boganathar, who spent hundreds of years in this inside game, developed this incredible inner game system called Tai Chi Gong, which means give power to peace, your inner peace, then he became aware of the truth behind the order of Melchizedek. And oh and behold, there was a priestship that was forever and it was designed by god the father that's his priestship jimmy okay and folks if we have any little bit of trouble with internet here if you're freezing up you okay over there master lama Rosadi? yeah we're, i'm good here you're, you froze up a couple little times mm -hmm. not your voice but yourself that might be your chi going on over there <laughs> you know we've had your chi your energy uh, and the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, and, and the subject matter that people might not want us talking about, right? Because God forbid people were free and had the truth and the knowledge that they deserve and what the Heavenly Father wanted them to have, right? So uh, really, really important uh, there. So the, you know, so you, you, the next question I have for you is what are some of the things about Enoch that most people do not know, that they do not know about him? The ancient practice that the city yoga masters that can be equated back to 40 to 50,000 years ago undoubtedly was woven out of this priestship of Melchizedek. And that connection said this, that there was a way to cleanse the energy body, which primarily vibrates and at a lower level in 4D and in a higher level in 5D, that if you did a certain amount of spiritual connection with the divine, which included prayer beads, consciously changing your thought processes to God the Father, on a daily basis, learning to breathe energy as opposed to just breathing oxygen, learning to move like the angels of spirit want us to move, which neutralizes even the gravitational pull, basically, because gra fighting gravity ages you as fast as anything. Ask an astronaut. If you don't believe, that's why they age so quickly. Also, that nutrition was not just DNA. That nutrition, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna realize 
that God the Father set up a spiritual DNA, we have to learn to absorb not only physical nutrition, psychic, which meant elemental nutrition directly from the energy of nature, earth, water, air, and fire, ether, mind, sun, and moon, which means hatha, like hatha yoga, right? And that, yes, everybody that was healthy is born with a soul placed in the sternum area. And the light and energy of that soul is about yay big, right? But as we honor God's way and God's law, there is an ancient tube column of energy that comes down through the head, goes out the permeal, out the tailbone, in between the eggs, and into the earth. And if you saw it, it would look like the pole that a carousel is on. All of us have, you know, rode the ponies in the carousel at the amusement parks, but it's usually on a silver pole. Well, this is also on a silver pole. But this is liquid light. And as we do what is taught to us in regards to God the Father and his way, Jimmy, for this basic reason is why the circle of life or circle of chi was written. Because now what people know that have read the book is, aha, that's why Master Lama Rasaji started with that book. We have put into the hands now of literally thousands of people the beginning of the cosmic turning point. And as this goes out to millions, it will trigger enough people so that we can find that 144,000 that we're looking for and turn the lights on without the dark hats being able to do a daggum thing about it, Jimmy. And we're going to talk more about that 144 because that's one of the 144,000. That's one of the questions I have for you. You are freezing up a little bit. Are you okay? You plugged in direct connect or, yes, or you think they're trying to stop us? I see a couple people. Well, that, from my, it's funny, but from my end, I haven't seen a pause yet. Funny. Is everybody okay seeing Master Lama Rasaj? Is he pausing on your end, or are we all good? Because this is an interactive thing here, so we're we're good. Well, thank God we're recording it. Yep, and and one person had to log out twice to get back in. So there is know, funny things happening today on the internet. You and oh, me there been is. talking about it since this morning. Okay, so they said you look good. Okay, great, great. So um, the next question I have for you is he called Siddhana's spiritual exercise. What were these exercises for? Well, well first of all, what are these Siddhana's, this spiritual exercise, and then what are these exercises for? The Sanskrit word for spiritual exercise is basically Siddhana. Okay, and what that basically means, the right to practice a ritual of God, the right to practice a ritual of God. Out of that concept came the whole word ritual or right to practice. When we look at the word practice or exercise, 
they kind of mean the same thing as resurrection, which means to bring forth. What are we bringing forth? Well, we're bringing forth the power of your sharat, which is Sanskrit for soul. We're bringing forth your shakti, which is Sanskrit for the Holy Spirit. That's what we're bringing forth. Going back to this tunnel of energy, it's given to humanity in order to take us into 4 and 5D, begin to scrub the psychosomatic emotional garbage that's there from the hurts and the sufferings of our life. If we've lost a loved one, if we've been through divorce, we had children, the emotional chewing gum and drama that that takes, all of that blocks chi. All of it blocks energy. See, when you examine the vortexes in the body, which are the chakras that spin. As we know, we have spokes, just like a bicycle has spokes on their wheel. These spokes are called nadas. And the seven basic chakras or vortexes that correspond with our endocrine gland system, there are 72,000 of these spokes. More than half of these spokes are turned in at birth physically. When puberty comes, another 10,000 or more begin to open up. That's why we have such a DHA explosion in the body. That's why the hormones take off and why teenagers become temporarily insane. <laughs> Oh, we've yeah. been through it. We've been through it. You've had teenagers. If you live through teenager, you know you can make it as a parent, right? Yep. So the key of it is in order for second birth to happen, which is the total cleansing of 4D. Now, 4D is locked into us overcoming time. The moment you clean out 50% or more of 4D, you notice time starts to really changing. You notice that things are now happening one after another. Time was set up again to give us the illusion of paying attention to the outer dark side as opposed to paying attention to the omnipresent inner God. You see how the trick happened? Again, Tai Chi Gung is an inside game. It's your explorer. So then 5D starts to change the immensity of space. As you become more into 5D, you'll look around the walls in the room and you'll say from a feng shui point of view, I need more room. Well, that's your spirit expanding saying, Give me more room. That's why I keep teasing you about your office getting bigger, right? Yeah. Eventually, you want more room. And what spirit's really telling you, the same thing it told the original Lama, the same thing that it told Enoch. Go out into nature. Spend more time with Mother Nature, the spirit of nature. 
because it speeds up the cleanliness. But practicing our exercises 20 to 40 minutes a day does two things which are very, very powerful. It makes you yearn more every day to spend more time in nature. And number two, when you can't, it brings nature indoors. And you can practice the exercises and you can be with the original master and say, oh my God, I don't have to be told what he was doing when he created this Qigong. I know that he was following the tree and the growth of the tree. Oh, I know with this one, he was standing by the beaches of the ocean and he was mimicking the ocean. Oh, this one, he was up in the mountaintops and I can feel the chi when I practice like I'm up in the mountains. And then when you actually go to the mountain and you do the mountain qigong, it's 10 times more powerful. Then when you go to the ocean and you do the qigong for the ocean, 10 times more powerful because what he found out was if I'm getting proper psychic nutrition, I'm getting nutrition from my Sharat, which is directly from God the Father through the Holy Spirit, and I'm getting proper DNA, I don't need to eat so much. And I can't believe the energy. Then all of a sudden, you start to realize that this age of 70, 80, 90 years, and then return and come back and do it all over again, this recycling crap, also was not set up by God the Father. He meant for us to have one incarnation, live long enough to know his way and his light of truth, and then do it. And that's what this incarnation for all of us is about, Jimmy, to embrace that we're going to get it all done right now with our spirit, mind, and body. Who's with us? Who's going to step up to the plate so that we help the whole human race take back our planet and take back our countries, Jimmy? Yes. And, and you know, you made a couple statements there that I want to talk about that I'm going through my own personal experience. As you know, I've been doing this now over four months. Uh, and, you know, you came here and, and you, you did a little uh, tune up on me energetically, I found out. And so it's really accelerating pretty fast. Um, but I've been, you know, again, you know, I've been doing this for decades, uh, you know, with spending time and, you know, doing, you know, the positive affirmations and law of attraction, and all that. But it is what I've seen in the last four months and what I've seen this year, and what, especially this last four months, it has accelerated tremendously. So I know breathing in, you know, where your, your, your stomach's pumping up and then breathing out through your mouth. I'm doing this now today. I was up to 17 minutes almost of Tai Chi. It was 16 minutes and something of the Tai Chi Gong exercises after prayer, meditation and breathing through those. And I get lit up. I mean, I, I got to tell you, I see things happening. What you're saying about not wanting to eat as much that's happening, wanting to go to sleep at the proper time and wake up at the proper time, that is happening. I'm reading some of these comments where somebody had arthritis and they're like not even, I think they said 14 days, don't 
count me exactly, but it's in here and the, it's gone. You know what I mean? So, you know, and my feet, I don't want to give any, you know, any power or any energy to anything that, it, that, you know, it's healing, it's all healing and healed, but there's just so many things happening. And, you know, I look at, you know, I see that Christ mentioned Enoch. Okay. Paul mentioned Enoch, Peter mentioned Enoch, um, you know, and all his stuff is missing. Uh, but he was what? 360 years old. He was a very enlightened being so much where he wrote from what I seen 320 books with the heavenly father, 320 books or chat, whatever, you know, the books of Enoch or whatever that was, I see two or three that we have access to. Um, I'm sitting here with the modern day Bible, King right. Henry version, and it's 17 plus 1800 pages, right? Everything that Enoch wrote was as big as this was itself. So that's, that's what's missing. You want to know what's missing. So the, the total Bible dates about 6,500 pages. So you're talking about what most people are reading. And isn't it interesting that most of what they're reading is pay tithing to the king, rendered to God what's God, but also rendered to Caesar. In other words, pay your taxes. And how much death happens in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, to reaffirm. See, if I see somebody die right next to me and then I read something and it tells me death and that's all I see and that's all I experience. Boy, it's really easy to sell that to me if that's it. But if one person in front of you, right, all of a sudden rolls away a stone. And then ask, why would you look for the living among the dead? That statement by Master Rabbi Jesus changed the world forever in this 12 to 24,000 year cycle. When he said that, why would you look for the living among? He is denoting there are two ways, right? And then the 23rd Psalm, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Isn't it interesting that David refers to it as the shadow? In other words, what's shadow to you? It means it's not real. And then you say, well, Rasaji, so-and-so just died and so-and-so, so-and-so. Yes, but let's get to nature for a minute. Best example is nature, right? If I look at a healthy fruit tree, I know it's going to go through its process, its seeding, its budding, its fruitation, and then it's going to drop that bud. It's going to die for what to happen? For a new one to come. And a healthy fruit tree could last hundreds of years. A healthy redwood is three to 700 years old. A healthy banyard tree is two to 5,000 years old. Are you going to sit there and somebody going to tell me whether you're Christian, non-Christian, Buddhist, non-Buddhist, Islam, non-Islam? Are you going to tell me that the tree has more favor than you do under God the Father 
or has more knowledge when God in his scriptures says, human is my greatest of all creation. And what did he say? We can sink lower than an animal. Boy, with what they've been doing with our children, we can sure see that. But he also said, through free will, that he can raise to a level higher than an angel. Well, if you're not ministering right now by angels, I'm going to tell you real fast, you're not vibrating high four or even low 5D because that's where they reside. You have to be in high 4D to even meet one of these beings. You have to be administered by them for several years. And then wouldn't it be natural like any other teacher? You start becoming like them. It's the way it works. There's no skip steps. Master Rabbi Jesus said, leave no rock unturned. There is no skip steps. I can't go to a weekend yoga retreat, get a certification program, and think I know everything. I'm sorry. There's just too much new age butterfly stuff going on on the planet right now. Jimmy. Yeah, and you know, the Americans 32nd want it now concept does not work with moving yourself into the four and three uh, in the 5d you know ministering from angels also one of the things i was telling you about for many many years i've been uh seeing the numbers one 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 three 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 two 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 five 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 all of these numbers and not just on clocks in computer statistics and reporting all over but I have never seen them <laughs> like I'm seeing them. Now, I've seen them. I would say, on average, I've seen them more than most people did. And I think you could confirm, you know, my, where I'm at. You know what I mean? Sure. When you met me. But, you know, I'm accelerating now with the Tai Chi Gung, absolutely. But I've seen them more than most people did. But now, it is, like, un, it's amazing. One, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, when people start seeing these numbers appearing, you know, in different things, you know, on the clock or waking up at five, five, five or three, three, three or two, two, two in the morning, like right on that number kind of what is that? Because you just said that these angels are working in a 4D, 5D and, and I'm sure even above that. Uh, dimension what is that saying like when people see them once in a while but as you see them more and more and more what does this mean here's the thing first of all it's not god's job he's not first of all god the father did everything let's just talk about it that's why they call it creation right god the father did everything okay now he's saying with the free will that i got gave you and the ability to learn and especially the ability to humble yourself. As Bo Yang used to say, Risaji, the hardest pie for people to eat and they never finish is called humble pie. Yeah. Humble pie, right? So the key of it is, is that when you start doing these spiritual exercises or Sanskrit siddhanas, right? You start putting in 
then you get compounding interest from God the Father about what is going on in your whole spirit, mind, and body. And all of a sudden, prophetic things come in. And this is what Master Rabbi Jesus made reference to. You must be able to read the signs of the times. You must be able to read the signs of the times. And what are the times telling us right now? Well, I just told you one of those signs was we hit a double yang cycle for the summer and get her done because double yang energy is in your back. I'm going to tell you another sign. Come September between 17th and 22, we go into that next yin or retrograde Mercury. That is a sign of the time. Here's another sign of the time. Why fight against the yang energy in the morning when from three o'clock in the morning till a good 12 o'clock noon, you have this energy coming up your spine, just like the sun rising in the sky. That is a daily sign of the times. Then why do you fight the yin cycle that goes from one to three over the forehead at three o'clock? It's in the third eye. And then every hour, it's penetrating down the front of the body. Oh, I'm tired. It's five or six. Let me have another cup of coffee, Jimmy. Oh, let me go buy one of those monster caffeine drinks at the gate gas station. That's young. You drink that stuff in the morning. And even then, sparingly, right, you should have with every cup of that equal amount or more water to any caffeinated drink you do because caffeine will give you energy, but it will also dehydrate you, which is a no-no for a spiritual journey. So I always tell people in between any fruit drink, especially caffeinated, it's one to two bottles times that caffeine. Then you dilute that, but you do not want to drink a young drink in a yin cycle and then wonder why you're staying up at night right also when i can get off the computer i want to start to push away from the computer as the day progresses you know four to six i'm getting further away seven eight i'm getting further away i also don't want to take any electronics into the bedroom that's a no-no they're vibrating yang not yin not even talking about the 5G that we talk about, which is so incredible. Just the vibration of the electronic device itself with even out the bombardment of 4 and 5G is a big deal because it can mess up your energy body, feeding and repairing at night your physical body because your energy body with all the psychic nutrition that you're getting because you're doing your spiritual purification, you're doing your siddhanas, says this. If you're balanced in the spiritual, do you think it's by accident when you see a person who's 200 pounds overweight or you see somebody who's 50 pounds underweight and they're going to try to make a claim that they're some spiritually evolved being? I want you to listen to this. As above so below as above 
so beloved. In other words, if you're going to not only talk the talk, walk the walk, I need to see your temple balanced because Enoch was not unbalanced to get pulled up in heaven. Remember, he fathers Methuselah at 65. And as he begins to mentor to Methuselah and his other children, his prayers to God the Father get more dominant. They get more beautiful. He goes into contemplation. He's speaking to the angels. But God the Father says, I'm going to see if you're serious. So I'm not going to let you go in 30 years. I'm not going to let you go in 100 years. I'm going to wait till you're 365 years old. Why does God pull this stuff on us? Why, why does he do that? Well, it doesn't take much reading. If you just... Read the books I make reference to in the circle of life or the circle of chi, our first book. You will know that 300 years is about the average of a city yoga master or a priest after the Melchizedek when they have the ability to fully understand God's way and God's law. That's a preach of righteousness. So what is, are you saying, Rasaji, that a priest of righteousness is a priest after the order of uh, uh, Melchizedek? Yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm saying, Jimmy. Powerful things. And Melchizedek is the one that Abraham gave a tenth of his spoils for the war, uh, you know, that he had won. He gave him a tenth of the spoils. So... Very interesting. There was somebody asking about, you know, what Bible they should read. Well, you know, read your, your King James Version Bible or what there, but also there's other books that you can find, like on Lost Books of the Bible app. There's 45 more books on there, the book from Mary, the book from Adam and Eve. I mean, there's a lot of additional books there. You know, you can study other books on it. You can study other religions to see. Remember, I always say this, and I was born in a Catholic household, up until the time I was in my early teens, I think around 13, 12, then I was baptized at Canton, Ohio at Trinity Gospel Temple in front of thousands upon thousands of people. Had to go to Sunday school, had to go to the Wednesday stuff. Um, uh, but, you know, the, 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 the evil force have set religion up for division. Religion, division. And when Christ was on this planet, he wasn't preaching religion. Literally, he got it. Well, first, he allowed them to take him because they could have never taken him if it wasn't for his free will. They could have never even put their hands upon him, but they allowed him to take them. But he, if you look at the, the things he called that what you would call the religious leaders of the day, like we have today, they were the religious leaders of the time, the elite, you know, that. He called them vipers. He called them snakes. He told them they're going to burn in hell. I mean, he he fired at them every single missile. He wasn't sitting there, you know, like some people think that you can never say anything, uh, you know, to people that are doing evil. You know, God loves, the Heavenly Father loves righteousness, but he hates evil. He truly hates it. And uh, he's proven that out through the history of, of the world when he's taken out people and uh, not one or two, I mean, <laughs> many at one shot, right? 
uh, you, we, there's nothing wrong with hating evil, uh, but loving good and loving righteousness and loving each other. Um, I'm very excited, uh, Master Lama Rasaji, the time we are currently in. Everybody should be so humble and grateful for the current time period that we're in, that we actually get to be here for what's going to be happening over the next, uh, you know, decade. And, it, you know, I mean, I know everybody wants it in 30 seconds, but I got to tell you, uh, it, it doesn't happen in 30 seconds, but now is the time to start. If you haven't started, you know, building more of a relationship with the Heavenly Father. I mean, you go back to some of our other episodes where we get into that, you know, more into that, looking and doing these column exercises, getting rid of all these negative shows and food and all of these things. Keep working. We're, none of us are, you know, we want to be perfect now, but guess what? Just keep moving towards perfection. Keep working on being a better and better person. Keep evaluating where you're currently at and then keep on implementing you know, you get a habit. How do you get a habit? You know, like my feet, I got to put them on this device. You know, so what did I start to do to make sure that I was putting them on this device every day that stimulates all the circulation and all the, in, in the, in from my legs up? Well, I started doing it during my prayer by, uh, book time. And, and guess what? After 21 days, it became a habit. So, you know, get rid of the bad habits, replace them with the good habits. Look at what you're buying, spend your money on good things. You know, you can replace, you know, the bad things in your life. But, you know, you were we were talking about because, you know, I you and I talk every morning and I got a lot of stuff going on. As you know, the Heavenly Father has, has put me in stewardship of many things at the moment. And I got a feeling he's going to be dumping more on my lap. But he's built what you call the bull and the snake. Um, and, you know, that's a compliment, by the way, folks. It's not an uh, insult. Um but, you know, it, it, it's, so, it, it's so important for you to do this spiritual cleansing like you were talking about, even like some of the things we're doing currently right now, uh, you know, with what we're doing together, you know, where we have to always maintain, you know, always be working on that spiritual cleansing. And even when the wrong people are in your life, we talked about this before, you know, and the Heavenly Father doesn't want them there. You know, my wife, Cindy, I love her to death. We've been together 31 years now, my Mia Moore, my, my senorita. But um, she has a very unbelievable intuition. And she would tell me about a one guy that we were in partnership with, uh, me and another part, business partner. And she said to me, as soon as that guy's out of your life, your business is going to explode. And it happened. It was amazing by removing that negative situation out of the equation, it allowed it to take off. Now, it's not only people, it's also things, right? So getting into a little bit of, and then we're going to get into questions here. So hold on, folks. I, you know, we got a question here about how to get into 5D in six to 18 months and stay there utilizing what we call the Enoch effect. But I think this spiritual cleansing is part of that, right? So can you talk about the spiritual cleansing and then also get right into that question about how people can get into that 5D at, you know, and maintain it, you know, as, as much as possible, you know, within, you know, in six months is a little early, but let's say, you know, this is a journey. It's not a quick mm -hmm. fix, right? It's a journey. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that a little bit here? 
Sure, Jimmy. I'd be happy to. Uh, if you're new to this concept of spiritual purification or Siddhanas or understanding the Enoch effect, the smartest thing to do if you haven't already done that is, you know, go to my Patriots Network, click on the channels uh, and and join the circle of life there. It's all that whole concept is free. When you join the circle of life community, which is a free community, it's a spiritual community we actually are building up. And but we are doers. You have to understand we are doers. And if you're going to work with the system, you have to work at it a minimum, literally minimum 20 to 40 minutes a day. If to be then you start getting connected to God and the Holy Spirit in a way that you never have before your spirit, your mind and down to even DNA level on a cellular level at the root of the cell is light itself light itself is that is in the nucleus of a cell so think about that that if that doesn't tell you and in the same way that when i gave the fruit tree analogy earlier you have cells millions of cells every day in your body that die but you don't die you ever work, wondered about that there are cells in your body cutting according to cutting edge biochemistry today Every cell in your body and every organ in your body completely renews itself in a minimum of a seven-year period. For an advanced being, by the way, it's faster than that. If you got somebody that's doing what we're talking about, it's more like three to seven years, right? It's anywhere in that. So you're never really more than seven years old. Now, molecularly, cutting-edge medicine says that you're renewing your whole anatomic molecular structure in 11-month cycle. So according to a molecular structure, you're never more than 11. Then you start to say, well, why do we age? Let me tell you the basic reason we age is the same answer that I'm giving you to answer Jimmy's question. And that is you have to connect to the divine. But it's no longer with the age that we're in. It's not a given just to say, oh, this guy saved me. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the beginning of it. But unfortunately, what was not put in and also what was taking out was this individual's journey. See, most of us only know the first 12 to 13 years in the last three. We don't know the 14 to 17 in between. And those 14 to 17 are crucial, right? And, and also to make reference to what Jimmy said earlier, this is how the llamas used to say, oh, you know the Western culture, pop a pill, microwave early. They have a microwave mentality. Now, this is really important because how the dark hats have lulled us to sleep and stay asleep is for you always to be in this thing, lotto mentality, lotto mentality. Go buy one instant win, right? When, when you're no more prepared 
for that prosperity than a man and a man. Nine, 90% of the people that keep the lotto going are not prepared spiritually to win the lotto. That's just the bottom line. And then when they win it, they're not spiritually prepared to be a steward of that money and to consciously know where to put it. That's why a third of them are bankrupt a couple of years later. The other third broke even. And only the last third grew that wealth. Okay? And a small percentage grew it exponentially. Within you, within you, is an unbelievable truth. And my teacher used to say, if you can think another thought, and if you can breathe another breath, God the Father will grant you another day. If you can think a new thought, and you can breathe another breath, he will grant you that. Because what you're telling him is your will to live. My baby sister, both of my younger sisters were nursing profession for over 40 years. My baby sister ran two floors at Baptist Hospital downtown. One day I asked her to do a challenge and observe it. I said, listen, I want you to tell me, since you're the charge nurse of two floors and you see people passing away every day, I want you to tell me, can you determine where the will to live and the will to breathe separate? Can you tell me? Do they separate? She observed this for six months. She said, I've been in medicine all my life. And she said, I would have never thought about that basic truth. But that is absolutely the truth. The will to live and the will to breathe are inseparable. Now, are you willing to learn how to do what Jimmy learned how to do four months ago? And that is, are you willing to learn how to breathe energy? Because the moment that you do, everything changes. Let me tell you, you want to feel the immortality of God? If, if you really want to feel the immortality of God, you will learn to breathe his spirit and not just Mother Nature's oxygen, okay? Because if you'll breathe His Spirit, you will feel, you will have a biological experience with the divine. And when that happens, nobody, no principality, no outside authority can ever take that God-given ability away from you ever again, Jimmy. It's powerful, it's powerful. And it's the most important thing to do every single day and multiple days. I mean, I call upon the Heavenly Father many times a day uh, for direction through his spirit to, you know, what to do. Even when writing something, what should I do? You know, uh, flow it and, and bring it out the way you want it to be. The more you depend upon him, the more you give over his your free will to him, the faster things go. I mean, but really, truly wanting to do it because he knows your heart. You can't sell him. You know, it's funny. I was telling, talking to somebody about, you know, the relationship with money because most people don't have the proper relationship with money and, uh, you know, or they, 
you know, we've seen this happen. We've actually seen it happen recently um, where, you know, people get money, okay, and then the ego and the greed and the love of the money takes over. Now, Master, uh, Master uh, Christ, Jesus, Yahushua, I say, um, he was very wealthy, right? We know this, the Magis brought him three kingdoms of treasures and three kings treasures, and he was very, very wealthy. And so this whole scam that they've been running on us about, uh, you know, uh, being poor is good and being uh, having resources to do, you know, good works or be, they call rich, um, you're never rich because it doesn't belong to you. And when you realize that, that you're a steward, like Christ talked about, when the talents were given to the servants by the master and five talents were given to one servant, two talents were given to another servant and one talent was given to another servant. And then many years later, he comes back and the person that was given the five talents has 10 and the person that was given to two has four. But the person that got the one buried the talent because he thought the master didn't reap where he, he reaped where he didn't sow and all these things. So he was stripped of the talent and basically thrown into darkness where there was gashing of teeth and wailing. Okay. So it's not that the creator doesn't want you to have resources flowing through you. It's when you're ready for that to happen, you will not believe the amount of resources that he will bring through you. I am in awe of what's been going on this year. And especially since I've met you, Master Lama Rasaji, with the people and exactly like things we've been talking about and masterminding on and, and, and talking to the Heavenly Father and the Spirit, and they just are coming. And, and he is just doing exactly, but you know, you got to be ready for that, right? You got to be ready for that. You really, truly have to be ready for it. And, you know, I see a lot of people because I'm involved in a lot of things and I know a lot of people, you know, they're, they, they're having financial difficulties and they're talking about, you know, not being able to afford this or not being able to afford that. Stop saying that. OK, I even had it with a partner the other day who used a word that is not good. The first of all, what he was saying was absolutely false. And, uh, you know, what he did, though, didn't understand that he did. He was speaking that out. And you got to understand, and Master Lama Rosaji, we'll get into the last question, and then we're going to start answering questions. But you're powerful. You were made in the creator's image, just like Master Lama Rosaji said. You know, he loves you more than a tree, okay? Um, you were made in his image. You are powerful. You are a powerful being, okay? You're in the creator's image, and your mind and your thoughts and your words are powerful. Make sure. It's all about blessing and gratitude and thanksgiving. I thank him when I go into the shower for the water in the shower, for the shampoo, for the conditioner, for the toothpaste, for the razor. Be thankful. Be grateful. If it's something negative, just don't say it. I Just keep working on it uh, because, you're again, your vibration is going to give you what, what you're putting out. Whatever you're putting out, you're going to get it back. Now, on this last question, before we get into answering, you get into answering questions on this. We've talked about the 144,000, right? And it talks about it in Revelations. And, you know, you can interpret it in certain ways. You know, they interpret it as all being Israelite uh, uh, folks from the tribes or whatever. But, you know, 
when I met you and I, I listened, like you, some of the people say, you know, that meet you, that the Bible comes alive, that, you know, create the creator and the creation come alive. And I can't wait till we actually do Yahushua's, uh, un, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, unknown years. And you know exactly what he was doing. Uh, the Lamasary knows they've got all the documentation. And I know that's coming. I think that we could pin that down in August sometime, maybe, uh, to do that. But, um, you know, what's going to happen when 144,000 people are resonating in, let's call it the Enoch effect on this planet? What will happen to this planet? Well, I'm going to speak to that. And I'm also going to speak to something that you just said. Um, so let me speak real quickly. I, I know there's people on here right now that are hurting on many levels, right? I know some of you are hurting so bad that you barely got two quarters to rub together. And some of you have just recently had diagnosis that says that you've probably got a life threatening illness. So when you speak to somebody like that about prosperity or about longevity, even physical immortality, it, it, it sounds like Jimmy and me don't care. And believe you me, we care. Now I want to, I want to, I want you to think about something, then I'll pivot into the 144,000. How many of you have ever had somebody, could be a child or close friend, that was either abusing drugs or abusing alcohol? And I want you to think about this. And I know you've had this conversation. When are they going to let go of that? How many of you have often said, not until they hit bottom? Not until they hit bottom. Well, maybe that might be you today when it comes to finance. Maybe that might be, maybe a doctor told you you had an incurable cancer. I'm going to tell you that you're looking at two people that have overcome so much in their life to be where we are because the bottom journey here is that this is number one, a training ground. If we're, we've been talking all this episode about Enoch's training, have we not? And it's about overcoming. What? Overcoming the body and everything that goes on with it, but also overcoming the life you are incarnated in. You, you might on one level say, you know, I, 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 I was incarnated into a family that didn't have anything. Really, that's more a blessing than a curse if you'll see it that way. I was born into a body that didn't seem to work right from day one. Really, that's more of a blessing than a curse if you understand it. I was born into both of those situations. I was born into a household in the 50s with a respiratory disease and my mother and father smoked inside the house. And if you understand how crazy that is, that's before people took enough responsibility of smoking to take it outside. Nobody talked about secondary smoke and the house was maybe 1600 square feet. And there were four kids in this house. Right. Think about that. Six people living in sixteen hundred square feet and the parents are smoking and the second born 
Lama Rasaji was born asthmatic. Now, you know, part of you would think, why am I going to go shoot those parents, right? Now, they were doing the best they could with what they know because they were trained too, right? But here's the key. It's time today to declare yourself you're at that bottom. If this, if I'm hitting home to you out there that feel this way, then decree it. Those days are over. Those days are over. I'm thanking God today for the prosperity that he's pouring. My tape tomorrow, the Daily Lama tomorrow, is on prosperity. Make sure you sign up at Rasaji.com and get that for free. Every day you get that. That's it. And then if you're, if you're, if you're feeling bad, even if the doctor hasn't said anything and your shoulder's hurting, your hip, you're hurting anywhere, say, Thank you, because you remind me to get back on your path. You want to be on his path, not how a church says, because they don't have all the answer. If they did, they would be flourishing. They're not flourishing. They're not flourishing. You get on his path, and you get on it today, and you start doing these things we're talking about, and you, every 45 days, you will change. Now, 144,000. Can you imagine? Can you imagine 144,000 Enochs? Holy crap. 144,000. Let me tell you. The moment that we get 10,000, there's not 10,000 Enochs in the world right now. We're 8 to 9 billion people. That will explain everything. But the Lamasery that's been behind nourishing all this truth, simplicity, and love for all these years said, Lama Rasaji, we put you in the entertainment business years ago because we wanted you to hide in plain sight. We wanted you to hide on stage. We wanted people to think that you were an actor and a dancer and a singer, but we were molding you to be one of the Lama Masters because there was going to come a day that we were going to make you the global spokesperson and you were going to share the truth on my Patriot Network to millions and millions of people so that we can find the 144,000 people that want to become the female version and the male version of Enoch so that we can interact today. Let me tell you what begins to happen. The wealth leaves all the dark side and moves toward the light. The precious metals, the silver, the gold, and property, all of that moves in control of the light beings, you, all of us. It moves in control of us. That's what happened. Then by doing that, what happens? You can't believe the size of the watermelons and tomatoes growing on this planet. And you want to see God's abundance? You'll see God's abundance like you have never, ever seen. It'll be amazing what will happen because the energy will now come out of the humans. You know, let me give an example. We know today that trees and humans trade carbon dioxide and oxygen. And we understand that's a big deal, right? You have no idea the big deal 
when we've got 10, 20, 100 Enochs and we are sharing energy with each other and we're sharing energy with nature and light because we are first light and energy. Understand, we are light and energy first. That's what we are. When we share God the Father's light to nature, this stuff about people starving, it'll be over with. It'll be over. Like Paul said, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall all be changed, but not all will taste death. Right out of Romans. The twinkling of an eye. It don't have to happen years from now. It can happen beginning today. Are you with us? If you are, stay in touch. We'll get her done. Jimmy. Yeah, it's unfortunately the churches are falling apart and what's going on is really not a good situation. But, you know, when when the when the creator brings his judgment to the wicked, because I've been talking to you and we, we were both in agreement that, you know, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous and the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from the wicked to the righteous is is going on and it's going to continue to go on because the amount of evil is going to decrease in number as the amount of righteousness is going to increase in number. And uh, you can see it happening. I know a lot of people are living in the fear of, of situations because I have that in my own household. Right. And then I've got friends and I, you know, one of them the other day we were talking and they came to me when I wanted to talk to them and said, is everything okay? And I'm like, why would you assume that is at, uh, yes, I always tell people if I was any better, I'd be in paradise right now. Okay, if I was any better, I'd be in paradise right now. Be careful before we answer the, these questions. And, you know, spiritual uh, cleansing that we were talking about is around your people, your food, what you're watching, all these things. You got to start making those column, uh, uh, doing the column exercises that Master Lama Rasaji's talked about and start doing that stuff and start replacing the bad with the good in all areas of your life, whether it's food, whether it's what you watch, whether it's what you listen to, making sure you're spending the time every morning to spend time with the Heavenly Father, the creator of all things and the spirit. And, and we believe, I believe the son, Christ, okay? No other person has been recorded to do what he's done. And no, I don't think the Heavenly Father ever incarnated anybody else from his spirit, but you know, we believe what we want. We don't want to insult other people about their beliefs. We're not going to get into the religion division thing, okay? We're not. That's such a low level of 3D existence that it's ridiculous. It's not worth you getting involved in. But now, let's ask some questions here. I did have one that was about Enoch. So they were saying, so when Enoch was taken, apparently, was he in the 5D? I had to be, right? Well, he he spent most of his time between five to seventy. Five to seventy. He was in five to seventy. He was doing his recording in five D. But people need to know is that you can raise the physical body so much by this energy that you can take a physical body into five D and operate and totally function. That's what you need to know. That's that's what actually is in the process of happening, right? But, you know, when you go beyond that, it's a little tricky, okay? So you either got to dematerialize and rematerialize the physical body, which means you're releasing the whole molecular structure 
and retaking on. Or what you do is you leave the body in 5D and the soul and spirit can travel all the way to 12D. Uh, 12D. So his communication with God the Father, most of it was actually going on in 6 and 7D. And then he was coming back and recording it through that. Understand God the Father is, you have to understand, if God the Father turned on his total power and three and four D, he would burn everything up to a cinder. You have to understand anatomically how God works. So, anyhow, next question, Jimmy. Yeah, and be now uh, ask us your questions. I'm going back through and and seeing one person saying, Master Lama Rasad, you should be preaching and teaching instead of these so-called pastors and priests who fill the churches and the TV and radio stations. Listen, all of this stuff is coming to light. Right. There is going to be no more gray in where we're, we're, we're transcending, okay? You're going to have to pick a side. I keep telling everybody this. You can't be in the dark. You either you can't be in the gray no more. You're either going to have to get into the light and be full in or go to the darkness and be full in. But there's not no more sitting on the fence. We've Let me all say something to that ahead. real fast because uh, that is a question. Understand what we've shared with you today. If this is your first episode, we've had 11 episodes and all of them have been about benefiting your life, about the things we're talking about. So go back and review those episodes to get caught up. But here's the thing. If you want to determine whether a, a church or a preacher is doing the right thing, ask yourself the next time you hear them, be still, ask God the Father. Are they from the priesthood of Levi or are they from the priesthood of Melchizedek? That will tell you everything and it will also tell you whether it's going to rise up and grow or its days are numbered. Jimmy. Yeah, we have a question here from Andrew. Methusel brought Noah when he was born to Enoch. Because he had features of the angels. What's that about? Yeah, I never heard that, right? Yeah, uh, Methuselah was actually the son of Enoch. So that's, I mean, if you've ever seen the Broadway um, uh, Broadway show, what is it, Cats? Because um, I used to be in the entertainment business. Though, I... I you might have got that from somebody who wrote some pseudo offspring of something, but that's not scripture. That's for sure. Methuselah was uh, seeded from Enoch, and Enoch seeded Methuselah when he was 65 years old, right? So I myself seeded my youngest child at... Uh, 54 years old, which was not bad for a person who was not supposed to be here after his 18th birthday, according to the surgeons that had worked on me back in the 60s. So who are you going to listen to, right? And understand whether it is or whether it isn't, don't play too much with semantics and don't worry too much about this. The concept is Truth is truth. It doesn't matter the vehicle. 
truth is truth. It doesn't matter the age. I said to somebody the other day, I said, hey, even if I wasn't a master lama, even if there was no lamasary, but if I was teaching a system that 99% of the people within 45 days of chat, it did the things I'm talking about, wouldn't it be something to pay attention to? If it's helping bring people into the light and into energy, wouldn't it matter? Wouldn't it speak for itself, right? I would think so. And I think that's what people need today to be more fo focused on. What works, what doesn't work, right? So if a church is dying, it's dying for a reason. If a um, pastor has got no energy, he's got no chi, you're wondering, you know, he looks like death warmed over. That ain't by accident. It means he's not attracting in him the Holy Spirit. That's the bottom line. So ask yourself, is he of Levi or is he of Melchizedek? Real simple question, Jimmy. Yeah, someone's asking, like, what are the best kind of foods, you know, to eat, especially around the protein sources for this, you know, because you were talking about the temple, right? And, right. you know, I'm working on that also, you know. Right. The mind, I get my chiropractor, I told you, x-ray of my neck. He says, I got one of the nicest looking pineal glands that he's ever seen. But, you know, you're working on the temple, the body, the rest of it, all of it together, right? You know, right. the physical body. So what would you answer to Greg? Uh, like, what would be, you know, what would you recommend as far as the food sources? And he, in particular, he's talking protein. Okay, first of all, Greg, if you've never read my book, I highly advise you read it. You can read it for free and you can join us for free. And then it's, you can have access to it. And as you go through the first chapters on energy and our connection to God and energy. Next is that mind's connection to energy and God and energy. Then the breath connection. Then the movement. And it, nutrition is chapter five. They're written in the order of importance. You need to understand that. And I know a lot of people think that you know, I, I need to eat this way or this way. If you get your mind connected to the divine, if you get your movement connected to the divine, if you get your breathing connected to the divine, and you're connected to the divine, let's say on an average an hour a day, 24 hours in a day, at least an hour, right? We all as humans should actually be two to three hours a day in reality. Not all they have to be at one time. But two to three hours a day, one of those relationships needs to be happening to the divine to replug this transistor, this battery we call the body, into the divine because he's our source. Yes? Okay, so that being said, guess what begins to happen? In that connection is the intelligence of how you should eat and what you should drink, right? So I'm going to tell you basically, without giving you a certain food, right, is that you will gradually go from eating solid, heavy food into lighter food that's easier to digest. I am really against people jumping into fanatical diets. And I'll tell you one of the most important reasons is that depending on your family bloodline and the concept of um, 
of coming from the priest of Levi is that most of us come from carnivorous eating family. That means your DNA receptors are used to extracting protein from different forms of meat. If you're going to become a vegetarian uh, and get uh, protein from lentils, get protein from seeds and nuts, that's all and well good. But make that transition gradually. Again, a couple days ago, I said, enjoy the journey. Don't be in a rush. I would rather you see you get your mind, your breath, and movement right with God first. The nutrition is going to be one of the easiest things you've ever seen to work itself out. And it's also going to come down to more when you eat, how long you eat, when you digest, what is easy for digest. You know, there's an old saying in Arabic, human beings eat their cells into disease and they digest their cells into health. There lies one of the longevity tricks of tricks right there, Jimmy. Yeah, one, we got another person and I know we got, we're going to, these go, this is beautiful. These go longer than we anticipate, right? But the numbers keep growing of the people watching them. We thank you all. We love you all. We send you love and blessings, and we hope that these these shows are helping you, and please spread them out to your family members, your friends, share them on Facebook. They are Facebook friendly. They are YouTube friendly. We keep them that way on purpose, right, because we want to get out to as many people as possible. Um, one person is asking, uh, Murray, is, I think, I hope I pronounced your name properly. They have someone in their life, life that's sick but they're not, you know, awake with the breathing still help them. Oh, absolutely. I'll give you one of the best examples. If you've heard my story, you'll know that I had major surgery in 1968 and my body function stopped twice on the operating table. And actually that was my fault. They stopped. It wasn't the physician was a great physician. I did not want to come back. And when your will is you don't want to come back. A couple times I was so forceful that the physical body functions stopped it. And I realized I had a power right there. I was only 12 years old, and I realized I had that power, but I spent a lot of time outside the body. Now, I was introduced by the Lama Master by a lot of people. I met Master Rabbi Jesus out of the body. I met his mother. And for years, I had a deep affection for Mother Mary. One day, I want to do a segment on Mother Mary because I just have a love for Mother Mary that's just unbelievable, right? And anyhow, um, so I met this one guy. These people over the next years, I would meet literally in the physical form. You can imagine every time one of those showed up, it was like somebody slapped me across the face. It was amazing. One of the first guys to show up was a guy who was into Japa yoga, mantra yoga, and he had a bedroom full of books on the metaphysics, spirituality, the occult, he had read it all. As a matter of fact, you could not walk into the bedroom. He had him 
thick as he, this bedroom was probably 300 square feet and he had it packed to the ceiling with books, right? And we had some really interesting conversations. When I came back from the Orient, this is what drove my baby sister to do this. That friend of mine was dying in the hospital and he was dying so much that two of the four walls had disappeared and he was already beginning to see loved ones on the other side. So I asked my sister, I said, can you keep doctors from coming in? Now he was on a respirator, uh, excuse me, he was on the oxygen and, and he was taking oxygen into the nose. I said, can you give us about 40 minutes? And she said, yeah. So when he left, I did a little Shakti pot on him, which is kind of became the car that's jumping the battery, right? And I put my hand on his diaphragm and I said, I want you to breathe. And I know he wanted to go. And I knew his death urge was, was activated because he was seeing his wife who had passed away three or four years before. So I said, look, I'm not leaving. Your soul came to see me last night in meditation and said it wanted me here. Now I'm here. Why are you resisting me? And I spoke to his soul beyond his rational mind. And I wasn't going out until we had a breathing session. He started to breathe little by little, little by little. He breathed more. You could see in front of me the pigmentation change. You could see the oxygen come into his cell. He was white as a ghost when I came in the room. When I left, he was blood red. And the next day, and they were not planning on taking oxygen. They took the oxygen for him the next day. This is a guy, two walls had disappeared. So within five days, he was sitting up in the bed. He was eating. They were having to feed him intravenously. They pulled the tube out of the yard. 15 days later, he walked out of that hospital. He lived another 10 years. And that's when I asked my sister to do the survey I told you about earlier. Jimmy? Yeah, now listen, I love you all. And I would love to stay here all day long. But in about 15 minutes, I got to be somewhere else. So what I'm going to ask Master Lama Rasaji to do is end this with a blessing and prayer for all of you and for our world and for the light and the Heavenly Father and all of that. So go ahead, Master Lama Rasaji. We want to call on God the Father and His Holy Spirit to come down and bless everybody. Everybody that's listening that can hear your words that you are speaking through me. Let them be made whole and restored to that perfect image that you had them before. Let the angels of healing and light place praise upon them in every way. God bless the My Patriots Network, the network of truth, the network of action, the network of get or done. We are so thankful, Lord, to be in your presence and to have you fill us with your Holy Spirit. Walk with us all the time in our bodies, see through our eyes, hear through our ears, and by all means, be the one that breathes our breath and let it be the breath of your Holy Spirit. Forevermore, the people we come into contact with, may they receive your blessing 
and your anointing. And we're bringing everyone back to you, Lord, because that's what you call us to do. In your holiest of names, Abba, we say to you, thank you that it is done. God bless you all. Amen. Hey, we love you all. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Have a fantastic weekend. Make sure that you sign up for the community of the Circle of Life at rasaji.com. It's in the description. And get make sure you opt in and get his daily videos. The day, We call it the Daily Lama. So get that Daily Lama video. And, you know, you've got these Patriot and Lama Show videos. And uh, you can join the community, read his book for free. Make sure you do that. Again, we love you all. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Take care. God bless.